The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Have you ever logged into somebody else's email marketing platform and looked at the tags and custom fields and gone, oh my God, there's shit everywhere, <laughs> and none of it makes any sense you're like too many tags can spoil the crm broth everybody's got their own like nuances and their own special way of doing it and understanding things and they're and all wrong apart from me <laughs> <laughs> and apparently i'm sure having all of this stuff in the wrong place can slow down your everything Absolutely. Yep. i mean and also it makes i think one of the ways we often do it is the is by what we need to get the system to do if right. that makes sense does that make sense and sometimes you'll create a tag that you know what it means at the time oh yeah. And then in three months' New time, campaign. Not a clue. New campaign six. <laughs> what the bloody hell is that? <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Okay, please welcome my co-host for this episode, the man who, while he hates roller coasters, loves takeoff landing and turbulence when flying, hypnotist Robert Temple. And the man whose wardrobe consists exclusively of white shirts. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Robin Kennedy. And you've had a weird phenomenon with your shirts recently, haven't you? Have I? Yeah. You've suddenly noticed holes appearing in the elbows. That's because one of us does some bloody hard work in this office. <laughs> Here we go again. It's really good to be back for another week, isn't it? I'm feeling like, oh, all energised. Welcome back, fellow email marketing heroes. It's the Email Marketing Show. Yes, we are back. It's Rob and Kennedy. Hello. The email marketing heroes. Oh, right. So, Rob, our guest, Neil Christensen, today is, well, he's, he's a really interesting guy. We're going to be talking about tags versus custom fields and what we should be doing inside of our platforms to get all our shit together and make it make a lot more sense. Good. But which one of these three interesting facts is actually a fact about Neil? I'm ready. Okay. Neil travels the country up and down the fabulous United States, mm -hmm. but to do what? Is it to go to music concerts? Mm -hmm. Is it to attend comic book conventions? Mm -hmm. Or is it to go to famous people's funerals? It's one of those three things. What I'm do you not think looking it? at him because I don't want to like try and pick up on his <laughs> subtle reflexes or anything. Um, I think that is it, it the concerts, is... is it the comic book conventions, or do you think it's the famous people's funerals? Right, so famous people's funerals is the best answer. But I don't, it sounds too made up. And so, and I know your sense of humor, so I'm going to suggest that you made that one up. And I think that it is probably music concerts. That's fairly ordinary, I think. I'm going to, say, I'm going to say comic book conventions. Okay, Neil, tell them the truth. What, which one's true? Jeez, I wish I was as, as exciting as those other two, but it's just, it's music concerts. Oh, <laughs> I should have gone with it. Queen, Queen oh, was cool. in the lineup though, wasn't it, man? Uh, yes, Queen. I've been around the country to see Queen. It all started when I was 21, and I traveled to New Orleans to see Stevie Ray Vaughan at the Jazz and Heritage Fest. I mean, how, that was, must have been amazing. That was. I, I went by myself and managed to squeeze my way to the front row to see Stevie Ray Vaughan and then close it out with Voodoo Child. And if you know Stevie Ray Vaughan, that was just 
freaking amazing. Amazing. Unbelievable. Well, welcome yeah. to the Email Marketing Show. Really Great nice to, to have be, you. It's really nice to have yeah. you here. As we alluded to in the intro there, we are talking about that absolute shitstorm a lot of us can create inside of our email marketing platforms where there's just tags for everything. This person clicked a link once, or the, oh, this person likes strawberries. Like, it can be a mess, right? So, yes, I mean, is this absolutely. a thing you you see a lot when you're working with people? Oh, I see it all the time. I call it tag happy. We just get tag happy. We just start making a tag, just like you guys said in the intro. I, that was hysterical. You know, we got new product one, new product two, webinar 37, you know, all these things. And uh, some of it's just pure crap, like you said. And some of it is valuable information, but we just don't organize it in a way that it is at all useful. But surely having like categories of tags, that means we're given like a free pass. <laughs> it could be. That could be more useful. Uh, category one, category two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you guys said that people, you know, one thing you said in there was that people organize their tags. And I just laughed internally because no, nobody organizes their tags. I have a spreadsheet. They don't have a system tags. for their tags. Yeah. I have usually. a spreadsheet of tags. Rob has a spreadsheet. He never bloody looks at it. He's got one, though. He set up one. <laughs> is, is Rob a, a former Infusionsoft user? <laughs> he's not former. He's not even I am an Infusionsoft user. He is user. an Infusionsoft yeah. So Infusionsoft users are better at managing tags because Infusionsoft is very much a tag-based kind of thing. Right. I find that clients I work with that are former Infusionsoft users are super tag happy mm -hmm. and everything is tagged, but sometimes they're very organized, sure. but it's still, my, my contention is that tags are temporary and fields are forever. Oh, okay. So That's a nice got, overarching philosophy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like Buddhist almost. <laughs> so if you, uh, if you're tracking something like that, you're not going to care about in two months, two years, it's the job of a tag, right? But if you're if you're tracking something that you're going to care about next month, next year, that you really want to track, that's the job of a field. Okay, so can we? Get, so this already makes sense, and I'm just trying to work out how I would fit this into. Yeah, what I'm, I'm just doing. thinking of a practical so campaign. Can we look at, for example, an example of a campaign or or usage of a tag and a custom field, maybe within the same sort of setup, where you can say, well, that, that's where the yeah. tag gets used. That's where the custom field gets used. Yeah, one I see all the time. We'll see. Let me back up and go well, how we got here in the first place. So we got here because way back in 2002, you know, the, we started using email marketing and the only thing they offered us was tags, right? It was the only way if you were an Aweber back in 2002, 2003, you couldn't really make a whole lot of fields. It was tags. And that's the only way you could really organize stuff. And it just got out of control. But now if you're only doing email marketing with your system, tags are probably okay. But that's not how most people use their systems anymore. Today, we use them as a CRM. We're using them to do one-on-one -on -one sales. We're using it to do uh, customer service, fulfillment. And, and trying to do these things with tags sucks. Right. So the biggest issue, the biggest area I see that you should convert from tags to fields is just tracking your customers, prospects, programs. So I'll see tags that say client. Well, they're always going to be a client. I want to know that they're a client. I want to be able to see, I want to be able to open their contact record and look in one place and know that if I look here, I'm going to see if they're a client, a prospect, or past clients. I want to know that instead of digging through this whole list of tags, trying to find, are they a client? Because most systems suck at organizing tags for you. 
you're digging through this giant list. Some of them only give you this tiny little window to even see the tags. So you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and you can't even find it. And worse, you're looking for, sometimes you're looking for the negative, right? Yeah. I'm not looking for if they have a tag. I'm trying to figure out if they don't have a tag, which is <laughs> even worse. Yeah. Because you're trying to find something that isn't even there. Right. So if I have it in fields, I can open up somebody's record and know, look right there, they're a client, they're a past client. And same thing with programs. I find that a lot of people, you know, I've got a tag for every program. I've got a, I've got a program tag. I got a past program tag. I got a failed credit card program tag. I got all these different tags when really, again, a dropdown field for all those items would be awesome. So if I've got my, you know, Neil's program, I could have a dropdown that I'm a member of that or I'm a past member or I canceled I'm in failed credit card or I'm suspended because they're only going to be in one, one of those at a time, right? right? They're going to cycle through. I'm so guilty of this. And in in an ideal world, they go from being in failed credit card mode to back to being customer mode in a dream world. Or or they've been declined. Yeah. And it's almost like any time, and I'm just thinking for myself and the way we do things here, Anytime you're saying, right, at this point in a campaign or an automation, whatever your system calls it, you're going to remove this tag and apply that tag, that, that should usually be a drop-down multiple-choice field. Yes. Because yeah. if you're, like, moving someone's stage or if it's either or. So, right. but the challenge we've got then, to add a bit more confusion to this episode, because it's kind of a bit like, all right, a bit heady stuff, but we're going to get there with practicality in a moment. We've got tags. We've got fields. You've got a CRM element. You've also got stages. Mm-hmm. So now we've got all of this stuff, and they've all got their own unique, their own unique thing. I remember when I was using another platform. I don't know which one it was now, but I didn't have the CRM element, so I would use tags as a way of showing stages. But actually, a better use would be would be a multiple choice, a single choice field, like a drop down, right? So a drop down again, yeah. So what mm-hmm. I like about that is the fact that you could, if you just screw up the automation somewhere, you could easily end up with tags. You could easily end up in a place where somebody is showing up in a report that is both prospects and clients. Oh yeah, which is yeah. problematic. Whereas as a drop down field, the minute the yeah. minute they become a client, they can't be a prospect anymore because you can only have that one thing. I'm just, just wanting to really I'm, hammer that home. I'm thinking about my infusions off right now, and I've got shit everywhere. With that. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, yeah. like I can just imagine Neil's like, disappointing father face, <laughs> like you're a disgrace. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I've I've been in accounts with hundreds, you know, a thousand tags. It's just crazy. It's crazy. And and for like I said today, we're using these things for customer service, right? So when your poor customer service person is in there trying to figure out what's going on with this person. If we have it organized in fields, they can just look at a section of fields and in one glance know where that person should be in the system or if there's an issue with that person as opposed to digging through a bunch of tags trying to see do they have both the clients and the prospect tag or love that so, okay so it sounds like what we need is you remember those little comic diagrams that you could see like uh, where it's say it would like be a series of yes no questions that lead round to you know is is this person an idiot did they ask a stupid question yes and eventually well, it like the used to yes. get in the back of hello magazine to find out which prince you were going to marry maybe i have no idea <laughs> anyway it sounds like we need one of these is this thing likely to change in the next month if yes then it's probably a, and like eventually a little diagram to work it out so let's go into the practicality of this so we're about to set up a brand new automation an automatic campaign at mm-hmm. what point do we say, right, I'm going to make an update to a field? And at which point shall we say, right, apply a tag? Mm. So let's go for, we're going to do an, let's make up an automation, Rob, that we're going to do. And we'll go through this in a practical sense. So I sense. think that's a good example, actually. If somebody joined a membership program, for example, they're paying monthly and let's imagine they're So let's say they've just sales. joined the league, which is our membership 
monthly program. Yeah. Okay. And they're, they're going to come in. They've been a member for a while. So they, they, when they've joined, we need to find out what what's going to happen to them to say they've joined this membership program. Okay. So that's the start there. Right. So someone has now just joined the League of Extraordinary Email Marketers. What, what are the tags slash fields you would be like, right, this is what I would set up? Yeah. So for people joining a program, what I usually set up is that drop down field like we talked about. So are they a, a member, a past member, a canceled member? What are they? And I usually also set up fields to track when did they join and maybe when they're going to expire. So if they bought like a yearly, we track their expiration date. If they're buying monthly, maybe we track that monthly date. And then we track their cancel date. So that's what I'm going to use for, for fields is probably one of, one of those, combination of those, to see where somebody is within a program at any one time. And then tag-wise, you know, tags, it, it's just, do I want to track something temporarily for them? You know, for selling a program, sometimes we'll use tags to say, like, uh, we're giving them a, a 48-hour bonus window or something. So we'll apply a tag and then 48 hours later take it off. And that's really just, I use tags more for logistical things than for data. So what do you think um, about tags, it's sort of going off piste a little bit, but what do you think about tags in terms of tracking people's interests? So if we're doing lots of content marketing, we've got like a newsletter mm -hmm. or something, and we send an email out which is about um, using Instagram as a traffic method. And if someone clicks on that link to go and check out that, that post or that article, would you track that mm -hmm. with a tag of interest? Or would you, because that, that seems pretty permanent. Um, yes. Whereas the next day you send out another email, which is about how to use search engine optimization or something, when they click on that article, would you do that with a tag? Like, what would you do for, because I have a, a category of, of, of tags called interest equals, and then I have different interests. How would you right. deal with that? Well, here, here um, it, it's going to depend on what are you going to do with that information in the future. So if you're going to use that to make a one-on-one -on -one sale, and I want to go into their record and see what their interest is, I probably want that to be a field because it's just going to be much more user-friendly for me. I can export it into spreadsheets and not have this giant clump of tags like you get when you export you know, 50 tags into one field in an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. You know, I would have its own column that says interest and, uh, you know, interest in goldfish, yes or no. Um, so uh, I, if I'm going to use it as a one-on-one, -on -one, in a one-on-one -on -one instance, that would be a use of a field. If I'm only going to use it to just bulk segment my list and just say, hey, today I'm going to send an email to everybody who likes goldfish, um, then I'm probably going to use a tag for that. Got it. So what I'm interested in here, and this 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 brings back your question, but also back to the question about when somebody joins the membership. Let's imagine, so we've got a bunch of products. We've got the game plan, we've got the rescue mission, we've got Elevate, we've got the league. Would that mean that we now have a, we have a drop down for a custom field drop down for each of those products? And therefore, if they're a member of the league, they've got member in that one. If they've bought, whereas the other products are one-off purchases. So if they purchased the game plan, it would say yes or whatever, <laughs> customer or not customer, maybe. Um, right. So it's sort of binary. Oh, Is that are how they, that works? Are they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm using the drop down for something that's more of an ongoing membership, uh, something where maybe they're doing a payment plan or things where customer service is going to have to track that and go in and, and look at, you know, somebody's going to email in and say, I want to, you know, my payment's screwed up and somebody's got to go in and figure out why. Yeah. Um, that's where I'm using the drop downs. If it's just a one-off purchase, I'm probably not using the drop downs for that. And depending on what platform you're in, you know, tags might be overkill. Some, some platforms, I can segment by what did they purchase. Yes. So do I need, do I need a tag in addition to that? 
Probably not. I've got to say, I've been um, guilty of, of having both a tag for a, a purchase and actually being able to find people who've purchased a product because yeah, yeah. it's an integrated mm -hmm. platform. But of course, not all platforms are integrated. Like if you're using like Aweber, a lot of people use an right. Aweber, it's not integrated as a CRM. It's not meant, it's not supposed to- It's not picking up not, orders and It's stuff, not yeah. picking up orders. And that sort of platform, what would people do? Yeah, and that sort of platform, you're kind of stuck with tags then, you right? Tags. Okay. It, but if you're there's, using there's no other, soft entrepreneur. But you're probably not using Aweber as a, as a CRM or customer service tool. Right. You're right. using it for bulk email. And what about when it comes to kicking off a new... Because the other thing we've got is you can also look at which automations or which campaigns somebody is in. And sometimes mm -hmm. we will... So we can usually see, oh, let's have a look at... Let's have a look at Neil. Oh, he's currently not in our broadcast list he's currently in an automation which is proposing membership to the league or something like that and then you will right. come out of that so we can look at that but what so you don't need a tag to say oh oh he's in that little automation you can usually see that that's cool right but in terms of getting people into an automation what would you usually use as a trigger for an automation well here again it's it's platform specific okay so um you know this this is why infusionsoft is so tag happy because that's really their, the, all their automation is built around tags, if I'm correct. I'm not an Infusionsoft so. expert. Sure. I, I've been in there enough to be dangerous. Uh, but, you know, other platforms, like I, I primarily work in Arms Report, that sure. I can trigger a campaign automation off of anything. And more and more, these platforms are moving towards that. I think um, I think Active Campaign has added that ability now where it's you not can just do it based on based. dates you can and all kinds of stuff. Of other yeah, things. Absolutely. So more and more, we're moving that direction where we can, you know, these platforms are figuring out that people aren't just using this to do email anymore. And we've got to give them more than just tags. Yeah, it's, it's about what you want to be able to do the information later. And that's the big thing you said. And that's my personal big takeaway is before you go, mm -hmm. I'm going to make that a tag or before you think, oh, I'm going to make that a field or whatever to think, how am I going to use this later? And will that serve me for that thing? Because really, none of us really give a toss whether it's a tag or a, or a field. The only time we really care is when we try to do something with it later, and it's a mess because, like you said, oh, we've yeah. just got a sea of tags. So exactly. the overall sort of soundbite for this, if all of us are to go now, as soon as we've finished running at the gym or whatever the heck we happen to be doing while we're listening to this episode, and we're going to go back and check out our email marketing platform right now, what's the one action that one that we could all take to clean things up, to make things simpler, mm -hmm. and to do it the Neil way? <laughs> the Neil way. I like that. I'm coining that. Um, Neil smart. Yeah, Be like so, Neil. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think the first thing is just assess, you know, starting with where you're at. What do you have? What is the mess? So, so pulling out all the tags and just doing a tag audit. Do I really need these things? And then looking at those tags and say, you know, is this information I really care about or is this temporary information? Is this information I'm going to need a year from now or is it temporary? And if it, it is something you're going to need a year from now, well, then start planning how that would look in fields. Uh, how could I do that in fields that would be easier for myself and my team to actually use this information inside the platform? I love, I love this. And do you know what? I can 100% see situations, particularly with the billing failure example you gave before, where I'm using tags to trigger somebody's fit billings failed once twice third time they've been kicked off they've been recaptured or whatever Don't need to. and that is such a temporary <laughs> state of flux that that's a crazy way to do it if this has cleaned up a lot of my brain and also <laughs> explains why yours is so confused <laughs> <laughs> Let's, this is so cool this is absolutely great i think it's time that we head into subject line of the week subject line of the week it's this week's subject line of the week so what have you got for us neil well um i'm going to talk about the the one 
probably the subject line I had the most impact with. And it's um, really the concept here is to flip the script, right? Not just to, so many times we think of ourselves and what we want, but to flip it and what does the customer want? And this one that I wrote was for a uh, contractor, Mm -hmm. a general contractor, construction contractor that was trying to get work from architects. But the problem is architects, architects don't, you know, they're not in the business of giving you work. They are out trying to find work. So we flipped the script and the subject line was, I need an architect for an upcoming project. That's great. And that thing had like 70 something percent opens. And not only that, the response rate to it was amazing. Like we sent them to a form to fill out like 30, 40% of it. And this was cold traffic, 100% cold cold traffic, 70 something percent open. Uh-huh. Cold, cold list of all the architects in his city. It was like 450 architects we sent this to. And it was, uh, it was amazing. Masquerading and then they started relationships with these people. And yeah, it was great. So cool. Absolutely love it. That's this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Neil, this has been amazing. So if people want to find out more about you and working with you and all the stuff you've got going on, tell us where to go. Yeah, so my website is emailsplat.com, S-P-L-A-T, like Batman, Splat. <laughs> and uh, if they want to learn more about how to use tags, I got some more ideas at emailsplat.com slash tags. Love, love it. it, absolutely. I'm going to go and download it now. Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> absolutely amazing. In fact, if you want to get all the show notes on this and the links to the things we've been talking about, you can do that over at theemailmarketingshow.com slash splat. That's where it's got to be. It's got to be at Slash. That's the winner, isn't it? It's got to be. And by the way, we did mention our our program, our membership, which is the League of Extraordinary Email Marketers. If you'd like to find out more about that just before we get a herd of questions, you can do that at emailmarketingheroes.com slash league. That was quite easy, wasn't it? Any final words of wisdom, Robert? Uh, No, just Neil. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm about to go and tag you some tags. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. Tag. episode to do that <laughs> nobody has any idea what you just did I just tapped him on the back I was playing tag tag you're it you have that in America sure.